0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lottie Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher, missionary to the U.S. territory of Guam. And it is a blessing to be here with you guys today on Word Wednesday as we look into the Word of God and see what God has for us today. If you wouldn't mind turning with me over in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 3, and we'll start reading in verse 1. If you're able to, uh, I don't want you to open your Bibles while you're listening to this on the road. Uh, That would be very unfortunate very dangerous. So if you're able to open your Bibles and look at it, that's great. If not, I'll go ahead and read it to you. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. I want to focus on verse 3 and the beginning of verse 4 here. Verse 3, going back and reading it. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. Uh, today I just want to talk about the importance of paying attention to the miracles of God, the importance of paying attention to the miracles of God. You realize that uh, as Christians we are offered one of the coolest things in existence and that is we get a front row seat to see the miracles of God and know who they are. Um, the world sees them, uh, let me put it this way, the world sees the miracles of God every day. everybody sees the miracles of God. you can go outside, go out into the woods, and you can clearly see what God is doing. But the world is so lost and so blinded that they don't know who it is. Yes, they may have heard of God, but they don't have a personal relationship with him. That's like saying, well, I," that somebody asking me, do you know so-and-so, Dr. So-and-so? Well, I can say, "I have, I have heard of Dr. So-and-so, but I have never met him before. And that is the situation in the world today where we, uh, we have people out there that know of God, know the works of God, but they've never met God before. They don't have a personal relationship with him. And so here in this passage of scripture, we see Moses is just walking along. He's minding his own business. He, he's in exile currently after killing the Egyptian and fleeing Egypt and he's working for the, for his father-in-law, and then lo and behold, the angel of the Lord lights his bush on fire. Now, the bush itself is on fire, but it's not being burnt. It's a miracle. Uh, if I saw a bush on fire and it wasn't being burnt, I would completely say, oh my goodness, there's a miracle right there. Uh, this is craziness. It's I can't believe this. And But Moses does something right here that is that is very noticeable. He says, I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt. And that's when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. That's when God start, started to talk to him. That's when God started to give him his mission. When the moment that Moses turned aside to see what God was doing, God changed his life forever. It's this moment, this crucible that changes Moses' life forever. Could you imagine what would have happened had Moses just stood back and, you know, he saw that bush on fire but completely ignored it? Could you imagine what would have happened had he ignored what God had in store for him? Could you imagine what would have happened had, had he ignored the miracle of God? Could you imagine what would have happened? Well, I guarantee you, the children of Israel would have had a would have had somebody uh, raised up to rescue them to lead them out of Egypt. But it probably wouldn't have been Moses. Probably wouldn't have been. Probably wouldn't have been. But the wonderful thing is that we have miracles happening to us every single day. If you're saved, guess what? you 're saved that's a miracle in of itself we don't deserve it and it's just a miracle that a miracle in of itself that God would do that for us we see miracles all the all the time but there unfortunately there are many times where we don't pay attention to the miracles we expect miracles to be this great grandeur this great thing with grandeur uh something where the the light will shine on the object and you'll start hearing that chorus the oh ah! stuff like that. We expect that to be a miracle. But let me tell you something that I've learned is that God does a lot of miracles through small things. Yes, a bush being burned, uh, being burned without being burned was not a small thing, but he does miracles in all shapes and sizes. And we as Christians, we sometimes overlook them and don't give God the glory and don't give God the attention at those miracles that we should. And it's at that point that you have to ask yourself, well, how could God have used that miracle? How could God have used me had I just paid attention to that miracle and understood, hey, man, God's working here. I need to get involved in this. I need to do something for the Lord here. How many people in church go to church every single day and just sit there in the pew and never get involved in a ministry where the Lord is blessing? We go to church church every church service, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and not all the time at the same church. But at every at every church we go to, uh, there's always a ministry going, normally a bus ministry that picks kids or adults up. And there's always adults that are sitting in the pew, church members that are sitting in the pew, and they don't do anything in the church. They don't work anywhere in the church. They don't They don't participate anywhere. But there's miracles happening in that bus ministry, whether people getting saved or whether people getting baptized or uh, the buses being completely packed, but there's still Christians just, just sitting on the sideline, not doing anything, even though there is a miracle happening right before their very eyes in that bus ministry. Oh, that God would have them start paying attention to the miracle that he's working through that ministry. How much we could change our churches, how much we could change our society, our Christian understanding, if we would just pay attention to the blessings that God would have in our lives, that God does in our lives from a day-to-day basis. Oh my goodness, did you go to church this Sunday, and did you just sit out of ministry at all and just not get involved? But then the pastor gets up, and then he starts saying, well, this happened in this ministry, and this happened in that ministry, and you know, God's been working here. Did you just go ahead and ignore those blessings as if nothing happened? Let me tell you something, they're, they're worth looking into. Those blessings, they're worth looking into and they're worth turning aside to. And let me tell you what, God's got something waiting for you. If you would just pay attention to those blessings and you get involved wherever you can and God can change your life in ways that you could not believe it. I guarantee you at this moment in time, Moses was not even thinking the slightest point of rescuing or bringing out the children of Israel. He wasn't thinking about leading half a million people out of Egypt into the middle of nowhere. He wasn't thinking about that, but God was. That was God's plan for his personal life. And it would not have happened had Moses not paid attention to the miracle of God, had, had Moses not paid attention to what God was doing and the work of God. It would not have happened. How many times today do we as Christians ignore what God is doing, not just in our life, but in other people's lives? There's there's countless testimonies from from all across the world of how God is working constantly, and whether in the Philippines at these massive churches, like at Kevin Wynn's church there in the Philippines of Uh, thousands of people attending, thousands of people getting saved. Listen, to you and me, I could just say that and it would fall on deaf ears and we say, well, good for them. Let me tell you what, though, that's something worth recognizing. That blessing is worth looking forward to because you know why? Uh, Whenever I think of that blessing, I start thinking, you know what? I'd love to do something like that on Guam tomorrow, Uh, Later. I'd love to do that, something like that, on Guam when we play in a ministry. But until that point, I'd like to do something like that now and just encourage another Christian. I want to see more people saved. I want. I, it's not a competition, but it encourages me to keep moving forward and to keep working for Him and to keep doing something for God. We don't know how looking at and paying attention to the blessings of God. We don't know what it'll do for us, but I guarantee you it'll always be positive. God will always use you. God will always change you for the better for his work. If we would just pay attention to what God does in his miracles, to the miracles of God and what he does. My goodness, friend, I, can, I can't tell you how many times you realize this week alone, this week alone, we had our fourth kid. This has happened four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row, we've had our fourth kid come up to us after preaching and say, hey, God has called me to preach. God has called me to missions. That's happened four weeks in a row. That's our fourth kid. You can bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to be writing about that in a prayer letter. My goodness, that is such a blessing. That is a miracle that I could be a conduit of blessing. It's not at all me that's calling these kids into the ministry. It's the Holy Spirit using my wife and I to call these kids out. And let me tell you what, that is a blessing to see. And if I didn't pay attention to that, if I just ignored that, I would be missing a blessing in my life because you know what that causes me to do. That gives me a burden for this young generation, this generation of people that need that need to know the same God that their fathers have known, that need to be surrendered to the will of God in their life. This is what it's this makes deputation worth it, buddy. Deputation may have its hard times and it may be awful from time to time, but four kids, four weeks in a row that have surrendered to preach, let me tell you what, that makes it worth it. And none of that would have happened had we not been paying attention to the to the blessings of God in our life. I'm looking at I think back at all these four kids that that have surrendered to preach, surrendered to go into full-time ministry. And I'm encouraged to just keep going out, keep uh, staying surrendered to the Lord, and keep doing it again. Let's see if we can get a fifth kid this coming week. I'm preaching at a church in Pennsylvania this coming Sunday at the time of this recording. So please be in prayer. We can make it number five. I'd love to see a fifth. I know it's not me who's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit. I want to stay yielded and, and be a conduit of blessing to these fine people at this coming church. But I'd love to see a fifth kid. You know why? Because i love to see the blessings of God in my life. And the blessings of God help to motivate me to keep working for God. We keep trying to look around and try and find, like Gideon, keep trying to... Uh, Try And keep trying to test God, Uh, you know, put the dew around the mantle, not on the mantle. Put the dew on the mantle and not around it. We keep wanting to look at something like that, but why don't we start paying attention to to these obvious blessings in our life that God is doing? Let me tell you what, a bush on fire that wasn't uh, being burnt was a pretty obvious blessing. Moses could not have missed that. It was a pretty obvious miracle. But let me tell you something. What about the small miracles that we don't pay attention to? What about little miss old so-and-so in our church that got diagnosed with cancer? And on a Wednesday night, we ended up getting the news that, hey, she doesn't have cancer anymore. It's gone into remission. What about that kind of miracle? Do we pay attention to that? Do we pay attention to to what God has done through her life? Because I guarantee you, if we could... If we could be motivated by that, when the next time comes, when I have, if I ever have cancer, I can look at that and say, hey, if God did that for her, maybe he'd be willing to do that for me. Maybe he'd be willing to help me out. And I'd be motivated to start praying and asking God for it. What would happen if we start paying attention to the miracles? that God performs in our life, whether they be big or whether they be small. But let me tell you something about that, the whole size comparison thing. I'm sorry, but as I go along and I start reading about missionaries in the past, and I start reading about preachers in the past, and I start hanging out with preachers in nowadays that are sticking to the Word of God and doing the work of God, let me tell you something. I've come to one conclusion that there's no such thing as small miracles. Every miracle is great. Every miracle is mighty. Every miracle Is big. Uh, To us, it seems relative. Uh, God answered my prayer by allowing me to get to work this morning and having the car run well. Let me tell you what, that's a big miracle because I could tell you many people who they don't get to work, they end up in a car wreck and they end up getting hurt or their car breaks down in the middle of the road. I can tell you many people that happens to. If that prayer seems small to you, let me guarantee you it is not a small prayer. It is a big prayer and God has answered that and given you a good miracle rejoice in that it's worth rejoicing over when we start paying attention to the miracles of god in our life our life is going to be forever changed because you know why we understand that all of life you and i we are not in control in the slightest bit god is in control 100% you think moses was the one who set this bush on fire you think moses could have put this put the fire in the bush out No, it was God who set this bush on fire. And it was God that had the fire in it so that it wasn't being burnt. And so that there was no way water was going to put this fire out. But I guarantee you, had Moses just walked along and and ignored it, he'd have missed the blessing of God that was coming out of God's miracle. How many times do we miss the blessing of the Lord? The blessing of the Lord in our life when we stop paying attention to the miracles of God. How many miracles have we missed out on because we stopped paying attention to the miracles of God? It's important to pay attention to the miracles of God. We may think that there are small miracles. We may think there are large miracles. But let me tell you what, if God's in it, there's no such thing as small. They're all great. They're all almighty. You know what a miracle is? That's when God puts his hand to something. That's when you could see the hand of God there. That's when you could see the brush strokes of where he left it when he was painting. That's where you could see the fingerprints in the clay where he was molding us. You know what that is? That's just Almighty God making sure that we know that he was in it. There are many times that God works behind the scenes and we don't necessarily see him. We don't necessarily recognize the miracles of God, but we must always understand that God is always in it. He may be behind the scenes. Go look at the book of Esther. God is not mentioned once in that book, but you can see his hand throughout that entire book. Esther would not have been able to do nearly half of what she did or what she went through without the blessing of God or without the protection of God. You cannot tell me God is nowhere near in that book. He's just behind the scenes. He's not mentioned once in that book. Sometimes that's how it is in our life. God is just... He's behind the scenes. But if we look closely enough, we'll always recognize that God is there. And when we start seeing the miracles of God in our life, we need to start remembering that, hey, first off, we need to praise God for Him. Second off, we need to see how that miracle can motivate us to do something better for God and to live better for God. Because let me tell you something, it's 100% worth it. God will change our life for the better. You realize Moses' life at this point, he was nothing but a murderer. That's what he did. He murdered somebody, but God turned him around and made him for something that he could use. Now it's interesting to note that Moses tried everything underneath the sun to try and get out of it. He tried all kinds of excuses, but that's a whole different sermon for a whole different time. But even though he tried to use the excuses, he still followed the blessing of God. He still recognized the blessing of God, and he was used in a great and mighty way of God. Uh, we all, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people criticize Moses, and sometimes rightfully so. He did a lot of things that were wrong. He disobeyed God there towards the end of his life. Never got to see the promised land. But if I'll be completely honest with you, I'm not sure I would have done better. I mean, the guy was leading half a million people. You ever lead a Sunday school class full of ab- full of adults? Maybe 20 people? That can be a handful. I can't imagine leading half a million people in the desert. I can't imagine that. But I can imagine it's pretty stressful. You're going to mess up. You're going to have you're going to mess up in a bad way. He did wrong, yes, he did wrong but he was still able to be used in a great and mighty way of God because he paid attention to the blessings of God, to the miracles of God in his life. How many times have we missed a chance to grow in the Lord because we weren't paying attention to the miracles that God was performing in our life? How many times? When we get to heaven, are we going to look, is God going to, Tell us, hey, I wish you'd have paid attention to the miracle I performed on November 6, 2009, because it would have helped you in that trial that you faced in 2012. Are we missing out on something great? Are we missing out on personal growth? Mm, My goodness. Moses was nothing but a murderer at this point. But it was paying attention to this miracle that changed him. This this was the turning point in Moses' life in Exodus chapter 3. The turning point. And God was able to use him in a great, mighty way. Listen. Whatever miracle it is, whether we may classify it as a small miracle such as, well, I got to work safely today, or big miracles such as grandma got her cancer, went to remission. Let me tell you what, each miracle that is that God does is worth recognizing, and it's worth using to grow ourselves and make ourselves better. Because you never know how God will use that miracle in your life to change you, and you never know how God will use that in your life to help somebody else in their life. As you, let's look at these miracles and reexamine them in our lives. Helped Moses, it can help us today. Thank you again for joining us here. Just a, just a small thought from the book of Exodus today. Thank you again for joining us as uh, we get to see what God has put in His Word. I pray that you all have a great and wonderful week and that God blesses you wonderfully. It's been fantastic. We are currently still on the road, and we'll be coming off the road for a small refit of three days. And then back on the road. So, in other words, for a missionary, that's a good time. So, I'm not even being sarcastic there. That's honestly a good time. So, praise the Lord for it. God bless you all, and have a great day.